Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Got Tommy and Randy here. Uh, we're getting ready to go over lessons number three and four of our The Life of Jesus study guide. So uh, before we get started, we want to start off with the Ten Commandments. So uh, Randy, you want to pray first? All right. Heavenly Father, we ask you through your son, Jesus Christ, that you send your spirit upon us as we go through this study and as we study your character and your son and you, Father. We ask it in your name. Jesus, with your spirit, that you be uplifted. Amen. Amen. All right. So starting off with the Ten Commandments, um, Exodus chapter 20, verse 1. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Amen. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord Bless the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that the days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor is asked, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Amen. Amen. All right, so lesson number four, the Savior's power over temptation. Number one, what occasioned the need of a Savior? Well, sin. So we transgressed the law. We needed a Savior, so God sent his son. I'll go ahead and do number two, too. Uh, Who introduced sin into the world? Well, I mean, man, uh, you know, Adam, when he ate the fruit. Um, Let's see, I'll go and do three, too. Okay, if Christ is to be a savior, what power must be manifest? Answer, power over Satan and his temptations. Immediately after his baptism, where was Jesus led and and for what purpose? Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. And I think this goes back to what we were talking about previously, Tommy. Uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. You know, Jesus could be tempted, Tommy. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, do you want to go over the temptations a bit, or do you want to just go ahead and move on? Uh, we just uh, 
I would just go because you're going to read Matthew chapter four, verse two and four, verse three and so forth. and four, Okay. Four, four. All right. So number five, how long did this temptation or time of temptation last? Luke chapter four, verse two. It's 40 days, but we'll go ahead and get there. Chapter four, verse two, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Amen. And how long were the people of Israel in the wilderness? 40 years. 40 years. So you might have a little bit of day for year principle there, which is not a principle, but he overcame what they didn't overcome in the wilderness. Yes. Just example. And okay. also Moses was up um, on the mountain for 40 days whenever he was learning of God. Um, anyway, let's get on to what we on. Number six. That's six. you. Go ahead. Name the first the first of the recorded temptations, Matthew chapter four, verse three. And when the tempter came to him, he said, now notice what the tempter said to him. If thou be the son of God, he, I don't think he was quite sure because he was asking him a question there. He should have known instantly what he was standing against. He didn't know that. Yes. He asked him a question, and notice he didn't say God the Son. He said Son of God, so he knew there was a Son of God. Just didn't know that form. He said, command that these stones be made bread. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, and to touch base on this real quick. So the Satan, he, he went after Jesus when he was at his most vulnerable point. He was hungry. So then he wanted Jesus to, per, to perform a selfish act to to take care of the problem that jesus was having he was hungry he hadn't eaten for 40 days so the first thing that he did was attack his hunger and tell him to prove to him that he was the son of god by turning the stones into bread okay so number seven state the special point of this see note one so down here we got note one in the first temptation say okay i guess i need just need to shut up in the first temptation, Satan appealed to the appetite of Christ under the most trying circumstances. Jesus would not work a miracle to relieve himself, but he but endured it as a man who could not work a miracle, but simply trust God. What which what should we do, Tommy? Same thing. We got number eight. Yeah. Give the Savior's reply, Matthew 4 4. But he answered and said, and notice he says, It is written. Hmm. He didn't say, this is how I feel, or this is what my pastor told me, or this is what we did in a Bible study. He said, it is written. So something he's quoting from the Old Testament, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Interesting. Yes. All right. So number nine, what was the second great temptation verses five and six? <clears throat> Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, unless at any time thou dast thy foot against a stone. Now, in here, he's, he's quoting from Psalms 91, I believe but he's misquoting it. So the devil knows scripture very well, but he knows it so well, he can twist it to deceive people, which we see, you know, a lot of people doing that today. So, um, yeah, if you, if you can, I mean, well, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead. I might touch on Psalms 91 at the end, but, uh, Randy, go ahead. 
Notice what they said here, too. He keeps asking, if thou be the son of God. Yeah, he's still wanting proof. He didn't say, if thou be God the son. No. Paganistic custom. Okay, Ed, do you want to go to two? What are we on? Ten? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the second temptation, Satan says, Satan says, uh, Satan says, you, you Oh, you're down the, there. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you read that. Yeah. that one in the here. second temptation, Satan says, now, in the first temptation, you trusted God. You were right in so doing. Now, now I want you to do the same here and trust him still further. Thus, he seeks to lead Jesus into presumption, just where many men fall, for the land of presumptions, presumption borders on the pathway, on the pathway of trust. Mm. That one. Yes. All right. So what are we on now? Um, number 11. How did Jesus meet this? Matthew chapter 4, verse 7. Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. State the third temptation. Is that what we're... Yep. Verse 8, eight and nine. 9. Again, the, the devil taketh them up to an exceeding, exceeding high mountain and showeth them all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he saith unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou will fall down and worship me. Then, I'm not going to read verse 9, but anyway, isn't that, there's a lot in there, Tommy. Uh, kind of like he wanted to become a superstar, a star in this world. And that he would give him, uh, who is the ruler of the kingdoms of the world today on this earth? Well, the Satan or the Pope or whatever you want to. Right. Yeah. God rules over all that with a hand, but Satan, and when was that given over to Satan? Uh, when when Adam sinned. When Adam sinned. And who took back that? Jesus. The, Jesus. The second did. Adam. Amen. And uh, it's funny you say that uh, where he, just, if you would just worship me, do we see that today with a lot of movie stars and a lot of uh, athletes and musicians and everything? They're given the world. They're famous all over the world. And notice, Tommy, too, uh, they want, he wants you to fall down and worship him. It wasn't standing up. That's a good point. He wants you to fall down. Uh, what did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do in Daniel? They did not bow. And what does that do, the second commandment, of yes. the Ten Commandments? Yep. Good point. All right, number 13. To what did Satan appeal in this? See note three. So down here, note three. In the third temptation, Satan appeals to the man's love for glory and power and seeks to add strength to this by reminding Jesus that he has come here to die to obtain all this, but to obtain which of he offers an easier way. Worship me and ye shall have it. So uh, instead of Satan was trying to trick him into getting it from him instead of getting it from God. And he said all the glory of the kingdoms of the world, but he didn't show him all the horror, the distress, and the suicide, and the murder. Yes. Peel that curtain. Peel that curtain. And if you don't believe me, look at the world today. It's in total chaos. Anyway. Uh, number 14. Got you. How could he make such an offer? Luke chapter 4, verse 6. And the devil said unto them, all this power will I give thee and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it to. Wow. 
So everybody, it's Satan that has that power. It was given to him, right? Yes. Okay, by Adam, right? Yes. When he sinned, isn't it amazing is that when you see all these stars and Hollywood and, you know, uh, I wonder where that power comes from, Tommy. How about the Pope? Where does that power come from? Does that come from God or from Satan? That'd be a question, wouldn't it? Yes. Amen. Go ahead. All right, so number 15, who delivered it into his hands? See note four. According to Romans 6, 16, Adam, by obeying Satan, became his servant and his possessions with himself passed into the hands of his new master. Now, I do want to go to that real yeah. quick. So Romans 6, 16. We'll see what this says. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So now we're on um, 16. Yeah. How was this temptation met? Luke chapter 4, verse 8. Interesting. Luke chapter 4, verse 8. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. Notice here it is again, Tommy, for it is written. So Jesus had to be quoting scripture here, Old Testament scripture, amen? Yes. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. Now, Tommy, what is one of the commandments out of the 10? I mean, the all deal, but that deals with worship. Uh, the first four. But the fourth. Yes, the fourth, yes. It's a sign. Yes. A sign to lead you to who? Yeah, Savior, to God. Yeah. To God. Yes. Amen. And what did the papacy do? They changed it. They changed the day of it. Yeah. Right. And what is that day in honor of? Uh, the Trinity. Which is in honor of who? Satan. Satan. Yes. Satan worship. Amen. Yes. And him and him only shall I serve. Amen. Yes. Okay. All right. So what's this? Number 17. 17. Show the similarity between these temptations and those under which Adam fell. Mm. All right, well. Um, That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, if you want. Uh, Please look that up in Genesis. Let, yes. Re, let, read that yourself, amen. And look at the look at the temptations that Adam, where he failed. Yes. Um, yeah, if you want on number 17, please uh, put give us your answers in the comments. Uh, right. Let us know what you all think about number 17. So, okay, I, I'll go ahead and do number 18, so I don't kind of get off easy there. But in what other way did Christ manifest his power over Satan? Luke chapter 4, verse 41. And this says, And devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he, rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was Christ. Boy, Tommy, uh, even the devils know that Jesus is the Son of God. Yes. Not God the Son. Why is the Christian world mispronouncing this? Because of the, uh, the, the professed. Yes. We're not knocking on Christians, but we need to look at our Bible. It is written. Amen? Yes. On there. Amen. All right. Number 19. Uh, what, what, what will be the final result? Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. And it says, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, 
he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil amen right. so amen so uh, to destroy the devil and, and it's the second death Tommy, we could go through Revelation. We're going to go through that, but it's the second death. We all might have to die the first death. The wages of sin are what? Death. The gift is what? Eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And when is that given, Tommy? Uh, when he At comes. At the last yeah. trump, yes. when he comes, because he overcame death in the flesh. Amen? Yes. Can we give that gift, Tommy, ourselves? No. No. He's the only one that has power to do that. Amen? Yes. Amen. Just all think about it. All Amen. Right. Randy, you want to talk a little bit? Because I want to look up a verse now uh yeah make sure that jesus is your savior <clears throat> make sure that the father and the son love you um and these things are spiritually discerned you know uh, from your bible you know on there and justification is instantaneous sanctification is a lifelong process you're going to see things but take it to jesus let him help you and let him strengthen you uh, don't beat yourself up every day. That's what Satan would like you to do. And rest in Christ to the Father. Amen. Do you find it, Tom? Yes. Go ahead. All right. So what I want to get to earlier in the study, um, Randy was talking about how the devil was doubting that Jesus was the Son of God. So I want to kind of get into that a little bit. So in John chapter 8, verse 42, Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Notice it said he came from God. It sounds to me like he was born of the father. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you understand not my speech, even because you cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. Notice Jesus says that he is the truth. So if there's no truth in him, then that means Christ does not dwell in, in the devil. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Okay, so now notice it says he was a murderer. Do you think Jesus actually ever, or not Jesus, but do you think Satan actually ever killed anybody? Like actually killed them with his own hands? No, he used deception. Okay, so now I want to get down to where it says that he is a liar. Okay, so I want want to kind of find out what a liar is let's see here and there's only 13 verses with the word liar in it i'm not going to go through all of them but i really want to get to the first johns so um he that saith i know him and keepeth not his commandment is a liar and there is no truth in him so there's one way to define a liar but now i want to get into well the, so this is uh, we can tie this into Satan. He didn't keep the commandments. That's why he was uh, kicked out of heaven. And he said he is the liar and the father of it. So now I want to get into this one. Who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist that denieth the father and the son. So this right here tells me that Jesus said that Satan was a liar from the beginning. So from the beginning means the beginning of creation. So sometime in the time in, in the time of creation, Satan, to me, had to have been telling a lie that Jesus was not literally the son of God, just as he's still doing today. So the Bible tells you right here what a liar is. And Jesus told you who the father of lies are. And I think that that number, the first lie ever told, I believe, is that Jesus is not literally the son of God. And this will be the same lie told in the end. Randy, what do you think? Yeah, well, the 
angels in heaven know who, and even the angels that were kicked out, they know who the Son of God is. Yes. How come we don't? They don't want us to know because that's where our eternal life is. Yeah. And Satan knows that that deception to worship him, Satan wants to be worshipped. Uh, for him to be worshipped in a religious format, uh, uh, you know, claiming the vicar of Christ on earth or whatever, that's his ultimate goal. And his ultimate goal is the Trinity. Well, and if you're holding on to that pagan false doctrine that's devil worship, it's an abomination to God. And it's, it, you know, it's an abomination. I like 1 John 5, 10, 2, Tommy. Of course, yeah. I want to go through 1 John 4, 20. If any man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Now, when we go through that loving, it's the last six commandments of the 10 commandments. If you want to love me, don't try to murder me. Don't try to lie to me. Don't try to covet my wife. Don't steal from me. That's a lot of love. Yes. Amen. That's not just doing good works to another, which we should do uh, on that. But 1 John 5, 10 says, he that believeth on the Son of God hath this witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. The Trinity is not a record that God gave of his Son. Correct. The Trinity is a liar. Amen. All right. So uh, that sums up our lessons for today. And next time we are going to do lessons five and six and five is a Christ conflict with death and six is triumph over death. Okay. So uh, please tune in next time and thank you. Take care and God bless.